Twice a week, Van Lathan and Rachel Lindsay dissect the biggest topics in Black culture, politics, and sports on their show, Higher Learning. They discuss the most important and timely conversations while also frequently inviting guests on the podcast and occasionally debating each other. Check out Higher Learning on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other, well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25000 miles on, I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, Tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. You know, Nate was very kind. He said all the right things, but I really wasn't getting that feeling that, that he was ready for sure to propose to her. I think she's really feeling a lot for you. Yeah. It's um, and I just want to make sure that you're feeling it that for her genuine. too. Yeah. I think one of the things she likes about him is that he's a little more surprising, maybe a little less predictable. Um, to be honest, I am worried about that. I just hope you're not going to hurt her. I hope you're going to show that same feeling back to her. It really would be just heartbreaking if this ended without an engagement, if the person she chose thinking they're ready and then they're not. That would not be a good ending. Welcome to Bachelor Party. I'm Juliette Littman. I'm here with Callie Curry. Callie, we did it. We made it to the end of Michelle's season. It feels like it took years off both of our lives, but here we are. How are you feeling? <laughs> uh, I, you know, I don't feel good because it's my, you know, I love being right. <laughs> I was wrong about who won. But I do feel good that we got to the end. I am so so excited for Bachelor to come back. Me too. Um, and I'm happy to have wrapped up these two Bachelorettes back to back. Me too. It's just been like, just feels been like bam, 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 Bachelorette. So I too am excited to move on to the Bachelor. But let's let's get into this finale. I mean, where should we begin? Do we begin with the awkwardness at the top of the episode? Do we just go straight to the finale? Like, what was the number one? What was like the headline for you coming out of this episode? Poor Brandon's heart. <laughs> do you still like him? I do still. How do you not like? I literally don't get how someone doesn't like him. I get why you wouldn't want to like have sex with him. I get you <laughs> not wanting to marry him. But like 
you can't not like the kid. He's such a nice kid. He is sweet. He definitely seems sweet. I'll, I'll give you that. But like, and does he not seem so genuine? No, I don't think so. I was thinking about this. Okay. Yes. I feel like you, you want to say something. <laughs> I would like to know why you don't think he seems genuine, but like, yes, he has these like little one-liner smooth talk or whatever, but like, I like genuinely think that he was in love. I genuinely think that he wants the best for Michelle. Like even tonight where he was like, I, you know, I love her, but I, you know, I don't, I don't think it's respectful for me to love her in that way. Like no guy says that no one literally gives a fuck about the other person. I think he's like so nice. <laughs> and that's why I don't like him. Cause I don't think that's natural. Like, I don't think this is like normal behavior. And I'm just like, it freaks me out. Like this is not how normal so you're saying because normal. Yeah, because normal men, in your opinion, are assholes, and he's not an asshole. It's unnatural. It's not just that he's not an asshole. It's like the way he emotes and like speaks with such like cliche language about love and like I don't I, like that. Me neither. And it's just it's I, it's also like I can't believe Michelle's parents fell for it. I think he was raised very well. Okay, that's a nice way of putting it. Shout out to his parents. Yeah. They did raise him correctly. I think he says what he thinks he's supposed to say. The cliche language is very odd. I'm not sure. Like, he watched a lot of, like, rom-coms or something. Yeah. He's I don't know where that comes... Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. But he seems to always have the, like, one-liners, like, ready. Do you think he wrote the letter himself that he signed? Yes. Like, signed, love B. Like... When I was watching this episode, I was like, did these guys really think of all of this? Like, everything they said on their own? Like, did someone tell Nate, like, Nate, you need to tell Michelle how you feel. Otherwise, you're not getting this. Like, 100% the producers told Nate that. <laughs> but, like, no one wrote Nate. Like, what Nate said wasn't impressive at all. Not at all. Not at all. When he when he was like, it would suck to get sent home. I was like, okay. And then he was like, I know. It's <laughs> not a very deep way of putting it. And I was like, okay, at least he's self-aware. I like it. Yeah, I, accept I think it. he's like, you know, I also appreciate that, that he's like, this is, listen, this is, this is what you're going to get. This is who I am. I can't like recite poetry to you. It's just not no. happening. There was just like a lot of weird stuff happening with Nate this episode. But before that, the first 30 minutes was just so awkward. I couldn't, I couldn't believe the tenor. Like they went straight into it. First of all, they didn't introduce Michelle's sister. There's no like, here's Angela, my sister. It's just like, she was there. And like, you're supposed to like, know who she is. That was so weird. Uh, yeah, actually, I was wondering. I was like, wait, is that her sister? And then I was like, it has to be her sister. Because, you know, sometimes they have friends on. Yeah, yeah. But she looked too much alike. Yes. And she also was like, kind of quiet, like kind of like holding back in some ways. And I, and I feel like a friend would try to like, make themselves feel more known, essentially. And But they didn't even like, it was just really weird. And I kind of, um, I was the first time I watched, I wasn't paying great attention. And I was like, wait, where did this woman come from? I was like, is that a producer? Cause I only saw her initially for Nate. Cause I just wasn't paying attention for Brandon. I was like very confused. I, I'm trying to think if I remember her for Brandon. She was just like but in the first she shot. She kind of just like sat to the side. She didn't really talk to Brandon. She was there in the beginning when Michelle arrived and she was like, Michelle was like, it was very sweet. She was excited to see her family. She was crying. And her sister was there, but they didn't really focus on that at all. And she didn't really give her a big hug or whatever. Also, is that was, her only sibling? I don't think so. I think she also has a brother. She's mentioned her brother on the show. Yeah, yeah, she has. So that was all just very, very weird. weird. <laughs> yeah, and then her parents just like freaking love Brandon. I was like almost uncomfortable. 
I think all parents would like Brandon, though. He's like kind of bubbly. He brings good energy. Like, I think Brandon is someone as a parent that you want mm-hmm. your daughter to date. Like, mm-hmm. he doesn't seem like a player. He doesn't seem like, you know what I mean? Like, he seems just yeah. like a good guy. I think from us watching it, like, the whole episode, I was just seeing it like build up to like, you know how you can tell the editing? I'm like, okay, Nate's yeah. winning. Yeah. Um, but like watching it, I was just like, fuck, his heart is going to break. Like the whole time I was just like, this is going to be so miserable to watch. And then him getting out of the car and being like, I'm about to get engaged. I was like, why they, why they edit that in there? Like, <laughs> well, why did she make him go through with it? Like very frequently bachelorettes, like will go to the person. Them. Yeah. And I'm oh, just like, why? Or before they even do it. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, I can't have you propose. I, I care about you too much. If she really did like love him, I think she shouldn't have had him propose. That was kind of messed up because he was heartbroken as we yeah, saw. Yeah. He was heartbroken. Also, it was way too long of a walk down and walk up. <laughs> no. Like, that like, alone, you should have stopped him at the top of the stairs. I was wondering if that was close to paradise. And I think at this point now, we have to acknowledge that we don't actually know what Brandon or what Brandon and Michelle said to each other in the breakup because I couldn't hear it over the waves. The waves were <laughs> so fucking loud. Um, it was, was it a storm. Also, like, what not the fuck a great happened? day outside. It was like no. not pretty at all. Like no. I wouldn't want that highlight for my proposal. <laughs> you know, K- Caitlin got that sweet picture of Brandon though. So the sun came out later. By the way, what a picture! Can't believe that they just like plopped that up on stage, but. <laughs> Brandon was definitely like, hey, can you send me that? I got to put that on my Instagram. 100%. Yeah, I thought that. I know. I'd like, I'd like get it framed if it were me. I'd be like, wow, this is awesome. Uh, What did Brandon say? He's like, if that's not the definition of the beauty through the storm or something. Yeah. (laughs) It was nice, I guess. He just, he just like read like a phrase book and just been spinning him out whenever (laughs) whenever he can. (laughs) I think he's so sweet. He's like, obviously, like, he comes across so young which i do think he looked a little bit older at the after the final rose he comported himself well we'll get to that but my lowest brandon moment and i know i'm a brandon hater like unfairly my lowest brandon moment was like basically for all the really hot button down fully buttoned shirts that joe wore brandon wore the complete opposite he wore a short sleeve white like golf shirt that had like a half zipper and he tucked it in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember. <laughs> I was appalled. I was like, this is literally like what a teenager would do. <laughs> it looked good from far away. No, um, it didn't. They, yeah. No, when they zoomed not. out and they were walking through like some, I don't know where they were walking through the hotel. I was like, okay, they look like a cute couple. I remember thinking that. But that was like a zoomed out. I also do remember thinking of like the days in eighth grade when I was like obsessed with Lacoste. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> totally. And like Abercrombie polo shirts too. And like, like, yeah. the, like flipping your collar up. So lame. Um, In that same scene, I did think to myself, oh, Brandon has got a good butt. I didn't notice that previously. And I was like, okay, cute. He has a good body, actually. Yeah, he does. Him, yeah, he's he a good body. So does Nate. So that cancels out. <laughs> <laughs> Nate is unfair at the height. I mean, Brandon's like probably like more muscular, but I actually like a more natural looking type anyway. So I don't know. I think but, Brandon looks natural, though. He's not like yeah. beef head. No. No, he looks good, but he looks like he works out. He looks short, and somehow he is taller than Michelle. Um, I just because he has short guy personality and like short guy vibes. Also, maybe short next to Nate. Right. Yeah, totally. But I, th- I think he's like at least six feet. 
How tall is Joe? Joe was like 6'3", I think. 6'2". Mm. He seemed so much taller than Brandon. Yeah, I know. He did. Well, that's the personality. It's the difference between Joe and the button-down and Brandon in the half-zip yeah, polo maybe. shirt. Who knows where he got it? Also, since we're talking about clothing, I know we mentioned that it looked like a horrible day outside. I couldn't tell at first if there was if everyone was sweating or if it was like raining and humid and misty <laughs> it was sweat it was sweat and then when they zoomed in on Brandon's shirt it was soaked and for like a split second i thought it was soaked from his tears and <laughs> oh then I, and then i realized i was like oh, okay no he is sweating through that shirt it's mexico in july it's like humid as fuck and i have so, a full suit on full suit like lights around you cameras makeup like that blows that sounds Mexico, really hot it like it had to be close to 100 degrees and humid it's not like the desert it's like a heavy 100 degrees so yeah. gross and miserable and just oh really really brutal but the breakup with brandon it was sad but i don't know i just like i will not be thinking about brandon again like do you want to see him on paradise absolutely why do i hate brandon so much i feel bad i'm almost like am i a bad literally person literally has done nothing bad i know like you single. Peter the pizzapreneur, I'm like, okay, I get it. Brandon, I get you not wanting to be with him, mm -hmm. but like mm -hmm. hate him as a person. I know. I, I'm Seems responding rough. too strongly. I feel bad. Yeah. I'm like, I'm being really mean. I, I need to take it down a notch. Um, not sure he deserves that. Let's talk about Brandon on after the final rose, and then we'll just move on to Nate. Although, oh, actually, gosh. before we do that, can we just <laughs> acknowledge that um, The Bachelor got... Twitter shamed into making everyone in the studio <laughs> wear, wear masks, which I, I don't even like have an opinion on. I don't know. It's so confusing right now with COVID. But for like the first 25 minutes, everyone or like a lot of people were tweeting about how the studio audience wasn't weren't masked. And so Caitlin comes on and she's like, just we, we've seen your feedback. And just so you know, everyone here has a negative test, but in abundance of caution, everyone will be masked for the rest of the, the time. And I was just like, great. So we're back to the abundance of caution phase of like April 2020. Like, shoot me in the face. <laughs> but yes, we are. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. Joe Biden told me today it's not as bad as March 2020. I, as a follower of the NBA, I would politely disagree. <laughs> they weren't this testing the, then. This is the worst of the worst. <laughs> it's really bad. Anyway, I just thought that was really funny. Also, it happened like right after the two dates of the parents. And so I was like, this has just been the most awkward 30 minutes for The Bachelor in quite some time. <laughs> um, another side note before we delve into the post-game presser of Brandon. Um... <laughs> Caitlin did a really good job. Caitlin crushed it. And, you know, we haven't been fans of Caitlin and Tasha, though I think we've liked Caitlin as a host more. She did a really good job. She just seemed like loose, like she was having fun. She understood the assignment. I was like, did they fire Tasha? But it turned out she was exposed to COVID, so she couldn't go. Um, I also think that it's probably just easier with one yeah. person. Yeah. Also, you, like, they can coach you better. They can be I like, okay, do this. I imagine. Do that. Caitlyn's better. Obviously, we see that. But I have to imagine Tasha would be better one-on-one, -on -one too. Like, not trying to guess what the other person's going to say. Not trying to, like, talk over each other. Like, it just makes it so weird. Also, it's just, why do we need two people? It's like two versus one. The, like, optics don't even look good with two people up there. So, I think I would have liked either one of them solo more. But 
I think Caitlin did a really good. Like I, I don't really have criticism for her. I was fine. Me neither. Me neither. Also for Caitlin, she does like these live shows. She has like a podcast tour. Oh yeah. And so so she has experience like on the stage by herself. So it's probably harder for her to be like, what am I like in a team? Whereas she's used to hosting and like leading the way and kind of like owning the stage or whatever. So she did an awesome job. I actually think this was like like one of the better after the final roses full stop. Like I was just like, oh, this is like actually a value add. Maybe it's because the finale was so bad and boring that I was like, oh, this is actually interesting. But I don't know. Also, I could hear it clearly. Didn't they weren't fighting the waves of Puerto Vallarta? So that yeah, was helpful too. I do think that finale episodes are boring. They're boring unless like something crazy happens, like they change and their mind or way whatever. too long. Yes, way too long. I mean, three hours tonight. I, I just, I just can't. It was a lot. No thanks. It's way too much. We got to go challenge length. I think the Bachelor needs to trim down to an hour and a half and do like you know thirty minute after shows. Yeah, sometimes thirty minute episodes aren't horrible. Oh, I love a thirty minute episode. Of course. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't great. always need two hours, three hours. Like sometimes less is more. I know. Like once again, let's get some housewives energy, some better sound editing, some more fun. I yeah, just, we just—that's what we need. But on the topic of the after the final rose, Brandon, I thought he was very sweet. I thought it was kind of funny that he and Michelle were matching. Brandon definitely dressed as himself. Michelle is dressed by the stylist Carrie, but I just thought it was really funny. They probably gave him some notes, but the fact that he was wearing the exact same color cracked me up. Yeah, it's they actually too. looked great on the stage together. They did. Um, They do have like similar complexion. So I wonder if also like wine is a good choice against, right. I don't Your know. Skin color. Yeah. Um, It's a jewel tone. So it's good on camera. Well, you know how I love jewel tones in general. <laughs> so, um, but also his, like he didn't, did he want to be there? <laughs> It was like so monotonous. I texted you. I was like, this is like after this is like an NBA player after they lose in the playoffs, like and they're forced to do media. Yeah. Like, he's just, just like, take me out of here. So I guess the heartbreak was real. It gave very Marshawn Lynch vibes. Like, I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I, I feel like he was just like answering the questions and was just like, okay, like we all know I got my heart broken. How long do I need to talk about it for? Totally. A big don't get fired moment for him where he's just like, okay, I'm just going to keep doing it. That Maybe it paid out extra if I show up here. And he he did seem sad. He also said that the people who helped him through it were um, Will, who we know from his fight with the pizzapreneur. He's the... He had his jacket thrown in the pool. Daniel. The other other guy is Daniel. And I was like, who is Daniel? I have no idea that is. And then I went back and looked. He was one of the firefighters. From Austin. Okay. So when you texted me who was Daniel, I was like, what is she watching? I didn't (laughs) hear him say it. So I like rewound and and heard him say it. And then you texted me the picture. And I was like, "Uh, okay. Like I remember him like via picture through I don't think he spoke. I don't think he spoke once on the show. Um, Also, it just made me think to myself like, yeah, that's that seems right. Will and Daniel would be the people that would help you. Interesting. Whereas Nate, I think it would be like, I don't know, like Joe and Olu. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like those two seem like more mature. It's, I I don't like, I feel like based off different personalities. Yeah. Yeah. Will and Daniel make sense for Brandon. Well, I can't say about Daniel because I have no idea what he's like, but sure with Will. But I mean, like (laughs) even that, just like some random dude, I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. 
because of all the, the the focus on Joe and then like Nate having it in the bag and like the Jamie saga and then the Chris S saga, we got to, it, it wasn't like as egregious this season, but I would say we know like even less about the men of Michelle's season than we did about the women no. of Matt's season. No. I know, I know very little about these guys, like very little. Like when I had Romeo on and he was saying like Casey's his best friend from the show, I was just like, did you guys ever interact? Like, what is K- I, all I know about Casey is he looks like Dak Shepard. Like, I, I don't know anything about him. Um, we knew yeah, very little about Romeo, too. I mean, we knew he was smart. Sure. Math. Named Romeo. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, but we don't... We I feel like you don't ever know... Like, they didn't make it that far. No. But, but like, we know about... We know enough about Olu. Sure. Sure, sure. Apparently... By the way, there was like a rumor going around that Olu was a Trump supporter, but it's not true. <gasps> thank, thank God. Oh, wow. Few. Few, few, few. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. What a, what a horrible rumor to start. I know. I know. It's like, that's like character assassination. Oh, yeah, I man. just even feel like the way he spoke on the show, that can't be right. Uh, another like kudos to Caitlin. I wonder if if Brandon really hadn't seen that photo. Because like in the moment, I believed it. I was like, wow, he... He really hasn't seen it. Maybe they're both like good actors, but she sold that really well. And maybe yeah. he didn't. I mean, I, I think believed they, it. Yeah, so did I. I was like, I just kind of like believed everything tonight, which maybe is weird. <laughs> um, that is just like a testament to how good the the episode was. But also, what a fucking great picture. I know. It was like beautiful photography. <laughs> it really was a great, great picture. I was like, if this is like, like if Caitlin really took this from her phone, I would be pleased if I was Brandon and I would ask for it and I would post it. Absolutely. I'd be like, this is the journey, you know? With the cliche phrase, he's got to do it. (laughs) Something about a sunset. I mean, I can't, I can't hate on the sunset content, you know, I support it, but (laughs) I am a huge supporter of sunset content and that one was beautiful. It really Um, was. Wait, where were they? Uh, Mexico. I believe they were near Mexico. They were near Puerto Vallarta, I think. Like they weren't, at Sayulita, where they do Paradise, but they were nearby, which makes the waves thing even more inexplicable. It's like, you all have experience filming on these very beaches. Like, why were the waves so loud? Um, There's no there's no answer. It really bothered you. It didn't bother me as much. The multiple um, walking things bothered me. Like the like the weird like here's now a square of wood to walk across and then yeah back but to then sand. go right back into sand and here's another one then go right back into sand like why in general that whole like platform podium super budget I was just like was those like sticks they found in the in like the jungle <laughs> I was just like what is uh, this I mean that along with the horrible weather I was like y'all couldn't wait one more day to see if it's brightened up. The sweaty finale is pretty common, I think. Like, because they're like, yes, they're sweaty the is fine. Gray is not gray <laughs> with waves. No, no. I don't think you can push production one day unless it's like a hurricane or something. But they're tight schedules. Also, this I think finished filming in end of August, early September, and like Colton, Colton Clayton season was like two weeks later. So they had like tight timeline. They had turned around. Just okay, like us. but then. Let's change the location. You got to have a backup option. It doesn't have to be on the beach. Also, it could be inside. You could have a really nice indoor situation. I feel like they always have it outdoor. They do. But like maybe mix it up one time. Go inside. I wonder why that is actually. 
probably looks more dramatic or they want the wind or they want the sweat. I don't know. I don't know. But the amount of stairs they had to walk was asinine. It just, the whole thing was... In a full suit in the summer. Like, and then when Brandon was going up, he like stopped a few stairs and turned around and looked. I was like, this is too much. I can't tell if he's stopping to look back or if he just needs a fucking break because there's so many (laughs) stairs. I hope it was just because he was sad. I think he's in better shape than that. I would need to break. I would need a water break. I'd be like, pause. <laughs> but I think Brandon could do it. I was surprised when they were saying goodbye. Her makeup didn't run at all. Not from sweat, not from tears. It was yeah, really impressive. Great makeup. Really impressive. She looked good all season. She was she was dabbing the crap out of it. I know. It, making sure it didn't run. <laughs> I know. I mean, also, I feel like it's a pretty tight t- turnaround from one to the next, right? So, like, you don't, you really don't want it to run too totally. much. Totally. And also, it would, like, hurt the vibe of, like, your of your engagement pictures and of your person knowing that you were just weeping, so. Balling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about Nate. We've barely talked about him. So, Nate's meeting with the parents were, was brutal, to say the least. I mean... Yeah. I actually can't believe she still picked him after that. Like, she must be really into him because that... I mean, she is. That was crazy bad. Like, like maybe, like, one of the worst meetings of the parents I can remember in the finale. Like, it was, like, up there with Madison and Barb. Like, that was really bad. Not that bad. But, yeah, that's it, because, was, it was That's bad. because Michelle's mom is, like, much nicer and more sane than Barb. But it was, it was similar. I don't think that her parents specifically her mom her dad seems like pretty like laid back um her mom i think was asking great questions yeah they were legit like i don't think i don't think that she was like being mean or aggressive i feel like she was asking questions and his answers were just so bad she was like i don't really get it was all on nate yeah she was like i don't see it (laughs) nate's answers were horrible he seemed so nervous and also just like nervous I, don't, I guess I don't really want someone to be prepared. You know what I mean? Like, I want, like, real answers. But, like, you would think that if you felt a certain way, you'd be able to give better answers, even if you don't want to, like, express your feelings. Um, and I think what her mom said was she was like, I hear you, but I don't feel mm-hmm. you. I think that's, like, a tough thing. Because, like, what do you... Like, I can't make you feel what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, even if he is telling the truth. Um, but like, I would have said if I was her, his mom, like, I hear you, but these answers are just really bad, which is why I can't feel it. (laughs) She's too nice for that. Maybe that's what you would do, but she's like too, very, way too polite. I think that, yeah, I think that he just doesn't like have this language. Like, I do believe he's never like been in this before. And, and that's kind of why I was like, I don't like Brandon. I prefer Nate is because I think it's like actually way more normal to not be able to express how you feel when like you're in love for the first time. Or want to express how you feel to someone's parents. You think, I mean, are you asking him? I think that's normal. I, I am saying that I think it's fine that it's not normal. Yeah. That like doesn't like come easily. It's like, okay, good. This is actually hasn't happened before that said he was abysmal and i'm like maybe you know nate be a little bit quicker on your feet or like mentally prepare for what this could be like but i I also think more human to me way more human way more real way more normal like most guys actually like i don't like 80 percent of guys in that situation are going to be more like nate than brandon 100 you're not going to like meet your girlfriend's parents for the first time essentially and Wait, it was Nate's first time, Yeah, it was right? Nate's first time. Yeah. 
meet meet the parents for the first time and like just be able to be like, I'm in love with your daughter and here's why and this is what I'm going to do. And that's not normal. No. Um, I think that I gave him a little bit of a pass because I think he has told us enough that like he also didn't hear that. Right. He doesn't, he didn't experience that language. So he doesn't like have that language. And that's really what it is. Like it's about like knowing how to put your feelings. And that's what we talk about this a lot with the show. It's like so much about like how you emote and like express how you're feeling. And he just wasn't really ready for that, which, you know, he got there by the end. And I, (laughs) I thought actually thought that his date, their date with, um, like the, what was that guy's role? And the, and they are like went into the forest. I didn't really understand what was happening. I don't know. I didn't, to be a honest, I therapist ish. I don't. I didn't completely understand what was happening there. Um, but I thought when he kept like messing up and like dropping the stuff, I was like, "This is really awkward too." He just seems so nervous, and Michelle seems well. It's a Michelle weird seemed, date. Yeah, and Michelle seemed nervous for him as well. Like she like really wanted to go well because she was so into him, and she was just like, "Oh God!" You could just tell her energy. She was like tightly wound, and it was hard to watch. I think that she wanted it to go well, especially like because of the whole parent situation. Like here, now everyone's going to see this and they're going to get it. And like the whole time she was like, uh, he, he's making it so hard for me to have to pick. Like, I think she was picking him the whole time. Yeah, I agree. But she wanted people to agree with her pick. What? And she knew in that moment <laughs> they were not. You mean the sweatshirt from her food fight didn't win her over? I can't believe that. Um, oh. that was so lame. That's so childish. I forgot about that until this very moment. But <laughs> um, as much as I love Brandon, mm, pass on that. I, yeah, pass on that. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. All right, it's official. I think I've discovered the ultimate coupling of all time. Like any good relationship, they really balance each other out. One is super sweet, and the other. Well, they can be a little nutty sometimes. It is, of course, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. So perfect, some would call it true love. Find Reese's now at a store near you. This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. eBay knows that when it comes to jewelry, authenticity is the real gem. When you see the blue check mark that says Authenticity Guarantee, It means your next piece will be carefully inspired by jewelry experts and will always be worth its weight in gold. Whether you're looking to make a statement or build the perfect everyday look, eBay is making sure you get the real deal. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that jaw-dropping piece will always arrive jaw-droppingly real. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Um, when do you think she knew? Like after she had sex with them? Like, what do you think it was? After the overnights? Cause if well, if if Nate's performance in this final episode didn't deter her, like if just like the one conversation where he's like, I'm in love with you was like all she like she just like needed to hear it so that she could say it back. Like she had to have known days before that. Maybe weeks. Yeah. I think like 
obviously I thought she was going to pick Brandon because I thought she wanted someone to see her. Uh-huh. Um, but like when you look back on the season, like I think she's known for a while. Yeah. I mean, he got the first impression of us. So like I wanted her to w- be with Joe so badly that I think I was kind of like not paying attention. And then when you think about it, like he's been there this was, whole time. I think it's like, it's always been Nate. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> did, you ever, um, did you ever watch One Tree Hill? Uh, duh. <laughs> There's an episode in season three when Lucas realizes he's in love with Peyton and it's like, it's you. It's always been you. It's just like that. Maybe that's where I got that from. Um, I love Peyton Sawyer, by the way. I love um, Peyton Sawyer and I love Nathan. Oh my God. I love Nathan so much. I can't even go on this tangent. Um, you don't, you don't love Nathan? No. He's so hot. What are you talking about? You, you like Lucas? Yeah, love. I mean, like, he's objectively handsome, but, like, it's all about Nathan. No, I think I would I would love our listeners to let us know Nathan or Lucas, and I bet we're going to get way more Lucas. Absolutely not. There is no way. Oh, my God. I'm, sh- I'm shocked by this. Is it his teeth? Is that the problem for you with Nathan? Um, no, I think Nathan gives off, like, extreme frat vibes. But that's the thing. He comes around. Yeah. pretty quickly. He's a teenage dad. <laughs> he's still fratty. Like, he's still, like, very white privilege Yeah, I mean, that's that's why... Um, what's her face? Uh, that's why Rick Fox had to hit Haley with the car. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, also, don't you ever think about shows like that? Um, there's, like, a few others, though, that you think about, like, some of the issues they tackle, and you're like, oh, wow, it's kind of a progressive show. Kind of, but then you're like Skills is like the most racist character. Like just like his <laughs> name is Skills and But like Skills was on the show. That's true. <laughs> Dawson's Creek didn't have any black people on the show. Yeah. So that's true. Dawson's Creek also did tackle some issues though. Like sleeping um, with your teacher. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I, I recently I recently was rewatching Dawson's Creek and there was a few there was a few issues that I was like, huh. It hasn't aged well. I I I rewatched it in year one of the pandemic. Yeah, but there are some like random shows I watch and I'm like, wow. Well, Degrassi tackled some stuff. Degrassi is like that too. Degrassi and One Tree Hill. I actually once wrote about this for Grantland.com. Or what's it called? Um, uh, Friday Night Lights? Oh, yeah. Great show. So many issues in that <sighs> that were tackled pretty beautifully. <laughs> Before Creed, but after Friday Night Lights, I was like once playing a game with my friends and they're like, who? Who's the richest, or not richest, who's the most famous person that you think you could like reasonably hook up with? And I was like, positive for me, it was Michael B. Jordan. But he wasn't like that famous yet. And I had met him and I was like, it's Michael B. Jordan. I I know it. And now obviously it's an absolutely insane thing to say. (laughs) Yeah. This was like, Um, you won't even acknowledge the comment. (laughs) No. Around Friday Night Lights though, I can understand. Yeah, it was like 20, it was like 2014, 2015. I guess I guess that's acceptable. <laughs> I think you've told me this story and I'm pretty sure I just like blacked it out. Like, it's when so you insane. Said it, I didn't know where you were going. And then when you said it, I was like, wait, I've definitely heard this before. 
I was just like, I was a really early fan. That's just what I'm trying to say. And I like loved him from a young age. Bill interviewed him and I like pretended to like have a job on Bill's podcast, which like I didn't. I just worked at Grantland and I, but I just like wanted to meet him. So I like went, whatever. Anyway, back to The Bachelor. You've, you've been there since the beginning. Kind of. Um, I, I didn't watch The Wire, but yeah, other than that, I did watch Parenthood. Back to Nate. Um, yeah, back to Nate. <laughs> it's always been Nate. He's always been there. I, I really do think that she's known for like weeks. I agree. And I think Brandon. I just think she sweet. was waiting for him. I think she was waiting to hear I'm proposing or essentially get the vibe that he's proposing. Yes. But once she got that, it was like great. Yeah. And then she just she was she was ready to go. I think the thing with but Brandon, I do think she cared about yes, Brandon. Absolutely. I don't think that she was like in love could be with you forever with Brandon, but maybe I could if Nate's not. Yeah. I think that like, as soon as he said, I'm, I love you. And like, you know, he clearly got a pep talk from the producer who was like, you need to tell her how you're feeling. Otherwise you're going to blow it. Like then she was, she was good to go. And they seem genuinely happy, but my personal biggest revelation from this whole finale evening Michelle at the after show was a different person. Like, Oh my gosh. She seemed like she was so much more relaxed, like clearly very happy to be out in the open with Nate. But like, I was like, did she enjoy being the bachelorette at all? Like she also wasn't doing her like slow talking thing. Like she was talking like a regular person at a regular, at a regular cadence. And it wasn't like Caitlin, the way that I feel about Nate is so huge and he shows up for me every day and he sees me like she was just speaking like a normal human and I just was like yeah I was just like did she enjoy being the bachelorette at all because now I think no um I think that she wanted to like represent herself in a certain way and so maybe she was probably more maybe she was probably maybe she was more (laughs) calculated on the show um and like was overthinking what she said, how she said it to make sure it came across how she'd like. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that like the after show is probably kind of like her being able to breathe. Like, okay, yeah. it's over. I got my guy. He's moving to Minnesota. Like I can fully re- relax now. I know, which was like, that was probably my favorite moment of the night was how quickly he said they were moving to Minnesota. He's just like, yeah, I'm moving to Minnesota. Like not even a question. He seemed- pretty i don't know if i believed it prior to seeing him say it and then when him say it with how he said it i was like oh i think he's actually moving to minnesota did you think that he seemed into her like in general at the finale at the the after show (sighs) there was a moment i think there was a moment where the moms were like really getting along and they were talking about how they watched it together and like would text each other about it and it seemed to like it seemed like Nate was like really happy about like how they're all like this like big happy family. Totally. And like that, I think there was like his smile then I was like, okay, maybe he really like wants this. I think like from watching him on the show, he just doesn't seem like he wants to be married, but maybe he does. And I, we like all just like, we're just, I don't know if we were Conditioned like project- to think, yeah. we were projecting fuckboy vibes on him. <laughs> no, he's got the vibes, but maybe underneath there, he's like excited. I mean, he did yell, I have a fiance. That was kind of cute. I don't know. I want to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, I, I was thinking it's really helpful that he's Canadian because I feel like a lot of people would not be willing to move to Minnesota because of the weather. 
So I feel like the fact that he's uh, from Canada and he was like excited to be closer to Canada. He's like only seven hours, which by the way is really fucking far. He was like, yeah, <laughs> yeah but he seems kind of like a traveler. Seven hours definitely doesn't bother him. Well, and I, that's correct because I when I believe when the sister asked, "Are you willing to move to?" Minnesota, his response was, I love an adventure. So he is like a a nomadic traveler kind of guy. I just am like, are they going to work? I think so. I don't know. Who knows his job? I mean, I bet he, if his current job, he probably can do remotely. And then he can probably get another one. I feel like he could like work at Target or something. Target Target Corporate, which is based in Minneapolis. I I don't know. Um, Also not a bad job. I know a few people that work at Target Corporate. it's kind of like working at Amazon, right. but like in Minneapolis. Don't we think he's just going to be like full influencer? Like, what are we talking about? Most people don't get jobs after this. It's <laughs> a good point. I do think that she will keep teaching. Seems like she's really committed. I'm going to check his following right now, right after the, the finale was on, see how many people he's got. But I think that, um, I, you know, he also, he just got $200,000. They just got $200,000. Wait, fuck. what the fuck was that? <laughs> Nate's up to a, is that normal? No, Nate's up to one hundred and fifty thousand PS. So I don't even know, but um, yeah. So they're moving to Minnesota and they are given this gingerbread house, and inside is a check for two hundred thousand dollars. Like they can, I mean, I guess, I've never seen that. No, me neither. And it's like, why? My friend Sarah and my friend Sarah two hundred thousand dollars for down payment on a house is like pretty first, like in almost all, in almost all parts of the country, that's a huge house. Like there's a few places where it's not a huge house, but like that is huge. Like I remember, uh, I don't know if you saw this, but like Giannis's house was like recently up for sale on in Milwaukee. And I was like, I didn't see that. And I was like, okay, well, um, they could buy Giannis's house now. Like if they want to move to Milwaukee or whatever. <laughs> How much was Giannis's house on for, up for sale? It was like two or three, or maybe he had like bought it for yeah. two or three. So like if you're putting down 20%, you got $200,000, you can... You can get a million dollar house. I'm gonna assume they have some money themselves. They can get yeah. more. More. Yeah. Also, you don't necessarily have to. I mean, you can put down less than twenty too. Yeah. 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 That's depends. Yeah. Depends on your bank. Depends on your rate. It's just you know, real estate. Get at me if you want to chat about it. <laughs> they could get a good house. Great house. Great house. They could get a lake house, basically. I mean. I mean. Isn't that the goal? Yeah, it seems amazing. Um, I also love that he like, it's like, yeah, I'm on Zillow all the time. It's like, cool. I just want to know what the like, stipulations are. Like, how long do you have to stay together to keep this money? Right, like, do the same rules that apply to the rings? That, like, you, if, like, you don't stay together for... What's ter- the ring? Two years? I think it's two years. And if you don't stay together, then you have to give it back. So, like, do they have to give the money or the house back if they break up? There's got to be strings attached. And those seem like pretty weird strings to attach. Like you can't like make someone move out of their home, right? Yeah. That seems like a lot. Also, is it taxable income? And if so, like I think I think ABC should give them, the, they should top it up. The taxes for that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, or Nate, or, Nate or should claim Or prize it. money, which is worse. Right, right. Even higher tax payment. Yeah. Nate should claim it because he lives in Texas right now. So he doesn't have as much mm. income tax. So it should just be in Nate's yeah. name. And then in the future, they can figure it out. Yeah, I don't think anyone, <laughs> I don't think Michelle would fly with that. I wouldn't fly with that. No way. I, how, wait, I, I mean, do we have any like 
I wish they would have explained that more. Like, we're giving this to you because. Right. Also, is this a new precedent? Are we giving Clayton and his Shrek children money? <laughs> That's a great question. I know, like, why this couple? Like, do they need the money? Is it because she's a teacher? Like, what is it? I don't. I, I have no idea. I'd like to know. I know we we got to get some follow up on this money, and it's true. Like if I'm if I'm the lead in the future, I want two hundred grand. I'm negotiating beforehand. Like if I pick a winner, you are giving me like X. Maybe it's not two hundred grand. Maybe it's like something else. Like you're paying for like something for a year, whatever it is. It's at least two hundred grand. Something that we can make a big splash on TV. Yeah, and then account for inflation. I mean, next year it should be like two twenty five. Yeah, I saw on TikTok that the leads generally make around a hundred grand. Um, that's correct. So like, what? <laughs> I know. She just like doubled her salary for the year. Plus she, she was like about to start crying. I know. She was blown away. I mean, that is so much money for anyone, especially in like, also just like putting it in a check and being in a freaking gingerbread house and being like, happy holidays. Like, this is a big deal. Where's the big check? Have them stand in front of the check. I know. There's the giant, the giant thing. <laughs> Um, I have a question for you. The guy who was playing Santa, Polly, does he mean anything to you? Like, are you familiar with him? No. He's like the security guard, basically, for The Bachelor. And I think that it's like that's like a really like deep inside Bachelor thing where I think like Bachelor podcasters and Bachelor Reddit people know who he is, but like the general Bachelor public doesn't. And I think it's interesting that they're trying to like make him a character. Make him into a thing. Yeah. Because yeah. like he doesn't speak all he, as far as I can tell, all he does is like hand, hand out checks and like Look at well, the camera. No, he does speak in real life. Sure, but not on camera. So uh, it's just I'm a weird thing. I'm thinking that maybe Bachelor, well, not maybe, probably they are, they like follow Bachelor Reddit because those are like the the hardcore, I don't know if it's a word, but fans. A fan. Yeah. 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 They probably do. Whole thing was. So I think it's like like little like winks to them. Yes. And and I think they appreciate it. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Twitter demanding that everyone put their mask on is really something. I guess that was the right move. Also, I guess it's good to show that you engage with your audience. I, I don't know. I think it's the right move. It's not that hard. Yeah. They all put on the little black masks. And honestly, like it's it is like the health thing good to for do. them. Yeah. Because like, yeah, who fucking knows? It's kind of funny because Peter's finale was like the last live event to happen in Los Angeles before the shutdown in March of 2020. So I'm just like right back where we are. Yeah. The daily, I don't know if you listen to that podcast, but um, people don't know this about you, but Callie consumes more podcasts than anyone else <laughs> I know. It's amazing. <laughs> um, I was listening to the daily yesterday and there was like a Christmas party that happened somewhere overseas and there was a hundred Netherlands people there. Yeah. Netherlands. Yeah. 110 people there and 80 people got COVID, even though they all tested negative before they got there. So it was kind of like a similar situation with this crowd tonight. <laughs> not, not saying that, not saying that 70% of the people there are going to get it, but smart move to put the masks on. Mask up people and get vaccinated. That's all we got to say about it. I'm wearing masks everywhere. Me too. Me too. Everywhere. 100%. And like, I'm just bummed. I was like happy going to bars and restaurants again. I guess I got to pause on that. It's just tough on the East Coast. It's cold right now. Yeah, I got a flu or a flu. I got the <laughs> flu last week. And for how miserable that is, like, no, I can't do another round of that. I know. In any, sh any form. It's a real downer. You know how people are like, COVID, you know, it's just like a little bit worse than the flu. Well, after having the fucking flu last week, a little worse of that, I would be dead. <laughs> So don't say no that. Thanks. You've got don't two kids. Wanna, 
I, yeah, I'm just saying I don't want to sign up for any version of any flu or any COVID. I'm done. I hate being sick so much. Wash your hands, wear a mask. It's not just about us. It's about the whole world, right? You got to protect the people around you, people you care about. It's not good. Um, Clayton got really lucky because in the teasers for his F season, he clearly is all over Europe. I was like, do I spy the south of France? I'm curious to see. Uh, um, yeah, he got like, you know how we were like, okay, for a few months? Yeah. He was like peak okay. Totally. Like like <laughs> September, October, November. He was like yeah. peak okay to travel around the world. And his season looks good. Also, it looks so good. I am I am unnaturally excited about this season. I'm really glad to hear that because we'll be continuing to cover it on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but it does it does seem really good. The girls seem um like wacky and emotional, which is great. He awesome. had a lot of sex. Great. Lots of diversity. Lots of diversity. Also seems like his finals finalists can be diverse. I need to deep dive the women they keep showing to see if I really think they go far. I haven't the bios are up, but I haven't dug in, but I'm going to do that uh, with Amelia Wedemeyer, my colleague that will be coming on Thursday. Um, but I need to like, like, can they really give away his final three? Like we didn't think so. I, I'm so confused, but that was, my, that's my only knock. Cause I'm like, I feel like they're showing us a lot. It's true. But with Colton season, they showed us a lot and it was still very good. So I think it'll be okay. Colton season was great. Yeah. Um, also I thought that like having him come out and acknowledge the negative feedback and like the confusion over him was really smart. And I thought that like Caitlin, mm-hmm. Caitlin made him seem likable. And I'm like, Oh, I, li- I think I like this guy. He's also team Rodney, like all of us. And I was like, okay, I think I can get behind Clayton. I think from what we saw, the very little we saw, he seemed very unproblematic. Um, He seemed like a very fingers crossed on that. Who knows? Football, traditional guy. Um, Like, probably wears, like, American flag um, swim trunks on 4th of July. Totally. Yeah. Absolutely. On a boat. Um, Like, yeah. On a lake. Yeah. Like, in, like... Not an ocean. Big difference. The Ozarks or something. Yeah. I could see it. I... I... But he seems really nice. I thought he was great with the kids, so I really enjoyed that episode of him. That, that, That little episode got me to the point of being like, I'm okay with him being The Bachelor. I thought Caitlyn did him a huge favor. Like, also, she... Wouldn't pick him. No. But I'm I'm fine with it. Yeah, I agree. She also... Greg uh, is still available, by the way. Like... <laughs> he posted a thirst trap today, and I thought of you. Um, um, He's all over TikTok with Andrew, and their friendship is just so cute. It is really cute. I like both of them. Yeah, he, he uh, said, like, photography by Andrew. You know what I would like? What's that? Since The Bachelor seems to, like, you know, be open to ideas and, like, doing little things different. Why not do Greg and Andrew at the same time? I've always wanted them to do, like, a, a double. Like, a full season double. I think I think man and woman would be better because then there'd be, like, inherent tension of, like, maybe the man and the woman will get together. But I totally agree. Ha- and then at a certain point, you can, like, turn the tables and the women have to choose, like, do you want to go for Greg or do you want to go for Andrew? I totally agree. They could do that. I think they have to do that pretty early on, but they can do that and then the girls are separate That was one for of, the rest of the time. That was one of my complaints about F-Boy Island. I was like, why is there not, like, more mixing between the guys, like, if they're going for one woman or the other? Like, I, 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 t- I totally agree. I think that would be awesome. It would be really... It just, like, would mix it up, too. Hopefully they're listening. Greg and Andrew would kill it together. <laughs> also, you would get to see someone, like, with their friends, so you'd get a better sense of, like, who they are when 
what kind of friend they are. Yeah, like what they want to talk about, like how they like um, how it's, they actually emote, not just for the cameras. That's a great idea. I've I've always I've always thought it would it would work. It's crazy how close people from this series get, but Andrew and Greg seem like besties. Best friends. Yeah. Yeah. I have a couple of theories about that. Like, and I, it seems like, you know, Nate and Rodney are super close too. Um, I think when you are just like cut off from the world and you don't have your phones, you're not allowed to watch TV. You don't have, like, you can, all you can do is like read. Maybe you get really, you really close. Get to know people. Fast. Yeah. yeah. Because you're just like, you've no, you've no choice. Like, and you're like living in a bubble and then you have like this really bizarre experience that like only a few other people can understand. So it kind of, it checks out to me. Like I get it. Oh yeah, no, I I love it. I just think it's 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 crazy like how close some of these people but it happens over and over and over and over again. Um one thing I also liked from the finale from the after the final rose, I liked the Christmas vibe. I was like they should always have like a, a holiday. Like, this is the first time they've done that and I I liked it. I mean, it. it'd be a little weird if they had like Easter eggs <laughs> or like St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> Yeah, like there's not so many holidays they can do this for. It, but it just like made me feel like there should be like a holiday special. Like in the UK, like every popular show has a holiday special. <laughs> like, I, they should do that for The Bachelor. I'm thinking of like the most random holidays right now. <laughs> like what? Like <laughs> President's even, Day? I guess. It, no, I was thinking of Black History Month and they're just being like posters of Martin Luther King in the background and it's like two white, yeah. It's like the kind like of Clayton. Clayton. <laughs> it's like a cheap thing they would do. They'd be like, "Look, we embrace diversity. We're celebrating Martin Luther King Day." <laughs> um, yeah. Like I don't. There's that. There's. It's only really. I get. Are they going to do a Thanksgiving special? I don't know. I do think that like let's get creative. Let's mix it up a little bit. I think if we learned anything from Michelle's season and the fact that like we're so happy it's over and like we made it through is like we got to mix it up. Like it's got to be. It's got to get. By the way, Michelle's season was good. Yes, it was just. I think it was. She was an amazing composed lead. It's just like what I was about to say is like I think we like messiness, and I think also like other reality shows have conditioned you to like wanting messiness. And Michelle, yeah, was way too mature and composed for that. Like she was just like, no, I'm. I've got my shit on lock. Also, most of her contestants did too. Yes. Yeah, except for like the few guys in the beginning who just were gone. But they like made it. I feel like they were like the producers were, like forcing it. It seems so forced. Yes, I agree. I agree. So I, I think like because she's also like such like a classy person, honestly, it's like they couldn't just get like total tire fires of dudes to date her. Like they had to get her some. Yeah. Also, eyes. I feel like she would have like sniffed it out and been like, uh, no. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I I, I think Clayton season seems fun because of the messiness. So. Also, I, I wonder if just like women who go on these shows are inherently more messy. I mean, the Real Housewives, after all, all quite messy. Oh my god, that reminds me. In the coming in the coming attraction for Clayton season, one of the girls is like going like clip, clip to one of the other girls. And I was like, did she get that from Dorinda? Do you remember when Dorinda used to do that on Real Housewives of New York? And she would like try to shush people by going clip. Shut people. Clip. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember her saying clip, but I do remember her shushing people. Ah, uh, gosh, TBT, Miss Dorinda. Me too, me too, big time. Isn't she on Ultimate Girls Trip 2? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, she is. I'm really excited. By the way, Ultimate Girls Trip 1 was great, so I can't wait for Girls Trip 2. I was so upset when it was over. Like, this is like the best vacation I've never been on. It was too on. short. Yeah. It was too short. I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> it was great. Uh, I'm just, I, I started in Miami, which is also on Peacock, if you haven't. Um, I'm looking forward to watching that myself, actually. I've got some some flights coming up, so I'm, I'm banking some content. Um, any final thoughts on on uh, 
Michelle season. I was about to say, any final thoughts on Callie season? Michelle, you did great. You looked great majority of the season. Um, I, I get why you picked Nate. <laughs> I think my like past is just telling me that maybe it wasn't supposed to be him. But I hope I'm wrong, and I hope that I'm like projecting the fuckboy energy onto him, and he's actually not one, or, or that he's gotten it out of his system, which is completely possible. Let's hope for the best. We hope you find a great house, make good use of that money, make sure if you break I mean, up, yeah. you get to keep it, put it in your name, figure out the taxes. Yeah. We wish you the best. <laughs> I hope you guys stay together, though. Beautiful couple. <laughs> Seriously, very, very attractive. Also, smart. Michelle was thinking, my kids are going to want to play basketball because of me. Nate helps with that. That's true. That's true. Also, the fact that he didn't play, if they don't play, they won't feel so weird. You know? Yeah. The fact that it's like, you can be tall and not have to play basketball. Like, whatever. Just be just be you. Great. Yeah. Great stuff. Um, Callie, thanks for another great season doing this with me. Thanks to Devin Manzi for producing this episode. We got one more for 2021. Amelia Wedemeyer and I are going to go over the bios this coming week. Next week, we're off. We just need a breather. And then we are back January 3rd talking about Clayton. How many times will we call him Colton? It's TBD, but hopefully not many because I don't like Colton. (laughs) So on that note, congrats to Michelle and Nate and have a great week. Woohoo! Happy holidays. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.